Growing Up Baby with Haley Zimak. The people on the bus go up and down, up and down, up and down. That's the enthusiastic singing of Ken, a swim instructor at Davina's Swim House. You may also hear the excited splashing of babies, most getting their first real introduction to water. Oh, we're going to pull the baby underneath the, the belly. We're just going to move them towards us and we turn them to splash with their hands. My eight-month-old baby boy Silas is enrolled in the Love to Bubble swimming lessons at Davina's Carluke location. We're in class with mom of two, Carolyn, and her smiley seven-month-old daughter, Margot. Now, swimming is hungry work, so you'll hear some fussing in the background because, hey, it was almost nap time. Anything that we did today that sticks out in your mind? For me, it's always the dunk and it's getting the courage to keep doing it. Yes, dunking the baby is nerve-wracking maybe more so for us than for them, right? Like, they both did great, and they seemed a little unfazed by it, but just it seems very unnatural to be putting your baby underwater. So that uh, is definitely uh, something that uh, sticks out in my mind. For sure, and I think for us, too, it's like, it's good that we have the confidence to do it because you just have to go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you delay or if you, like, resist, like, you're going to maybe scare them or show fear, you know, (laughs) don't show fear and just go for it and do it smooth and yeah and I think they both did good neither one of them cried so and now I mean now he's Silas is crying but it is almost nap time so I just wanted to ask you about kind of if you don't mind you mentioned something about your own comfort level um with water I remember very clearly doing swimming lessons as a kid I was probably older obviously than Margot I think I was probably around grade one or so and I was petrified I failed like yellow was the badge and I failed because I would not get off the platform I was just petrified and I have a cottage, and I had a cottage growing up, and I'm still very afraid of water. I, I you know, I blame uh, I blame Jaws a little bit for that, but um, uh, so it was important for me for my girls to not be afraid of water. You know, so starting them early to get acquainted with the water, to get familiar with it, and then as they grow, more of like a safety thing for me growing up. We live near a river, so I just want them to know how to swim in case anything were to happen. Davina Lopez now operates out of four locations in Toronto and North York and has been in business for almost 20 years. Let's take it back a little bit because I know you've been passionate about swimming for a very, very long time. That's everything from competitive swimming to instructing. And is this true what I read online that you actually built a pool in your own backyard to give lessons? Yes, so uh, throughout high school and university, I was teaching um, at a swim school as well in people's backyards and my parents' backyard in the summers. And when I decided I was going to go and do this for myself, my husband and I purchased a home, built a pool in our backyard, and covered it with a greenhouse. And that was the first Davina Swim House location. Hence why the name is Davina Swim House, because it literally was in my house. I love that. Okay. What was that like? Like, you know, having people and and clients over into your own kind of personal space? So it was semi separate. When people entered, they actually came around the house and it was a separate entrance. So they weren't actually coming through my house, which was great. Um, And we had like a changing facility there that sort of was able to be separated. But yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting, Um, you know, having lots of people always pulling up on the driveway and, and coming to the backyard and, um, and then having like instructors there throughout the day and the weekends and stuff. Basically, when I had children of my own, and uh, I have three children, and uh, we decided that it was time to to move along. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, take the lessons to like another location. And so when we got Car Luke in 2017, uh, that's when we made the transition from the house to to this facility now. So, and I know this seems like a basic question, but I'm going to ask it. Why is swimming a valuable life skill to have? Well, you know, even though we're based in Toronto, we're not necessarily like at a beach, you know, front or whatever, uh, you know, 365 days of the year. We are surrounded by lots of water. We're surrounded by tons of lakes and rivers. And, um, you know, we have uh, tons of pool like access and cottages and all these different bodies of water that people go and access. And it's so important for people to be water safe because accidents happen quick. And just knowing the ins and outs of a pool or a lake or a river and ice safety and all those types of things just keeps more people safe. So it's that, you know, people need to understand that water can be fun, but we also need to be safe in and around it. And as well as like in the bathtubs, right? Like a lot of parents sometimes don't realize that, you know, when their child can sit, that's great. You can put them into the bathtub, but you can't turn around and go somewhere or grab that phone or, you know, do something else. You have to keep your eye because it just takes inches of water for somebody to to drown in. So we teach all these things in the different programs that we have at our swim school. And we just hope that we can save you know, we can save people from having these um, unnecessary accidents or uh, tragedies. Well, and it's something that we hear about every year, isn't it? Especially when the summer, we head into the summer months, we hear some tragic boating accident or some, you know, lake accident where someone went overboard and couldn't swim or there was an unexpected riptide, something like that. Absolutely. And and a lot of times, you know, it's not even the person can swim or not. It's that the person wasn't wearing necessarily a life jacket. So, you know, they bonked their head on the side of the boat or something else. And, you know, that person who didn't know how to swim can't swim because they're, they're unconscious or because they're hurt or whatever it is. So then that just compounds and, and it turns into a drowning as opposed to something that potentially just would have been an injury, right? So it's like messages like that that we feel so passionate about that we need to just tell people, like just locking the fence at your house pool or putting a fence around if you have small kids, putting that extra layer of protection, putting an alarm on the back door, all these little things that you can do that are just so simple but yet can save a life is so important. And and we just need to keep getting the messages out there. So the more people that we can put through our facility, the more people that we can educate, the better our whole community would be. And, And we work with other swim schools and other within Toronto, in Canada, in North America, all over the world, it's the same messaging. And all of us have that passion to spread it. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other water safety tips that you'd like to share? Getting lessons is is probably the most important one. I mean, it, you know, the the top two things that even the like uh, WHO says for uh, drowning prevention is like lessons in a gate. We can come and do a consult at a backyard. Hey, what safety equipment do you have? Do you know how to use it? You know, um, first aid, we, we do tons of first aid classes, like just those basics we can do, but it's just being aware of, of your surroundings. So if you have that backyard pool, get the knowledge of what it entails to be responsible for that backyard pool. The bathtub can be a great time for a child and a great learning experience for a child. Just understand the safety parameters of it. Um, understand that it, it's only inches of water. If you're going to the cottage and stuff like that, keeping kids in a life jacket, 
um, because sometimes you need to go grab something and your kids are running around like on the beach, you need to take them inside. You know what I mean? Like, or get them in the habit of wearing the PFD. So just in case you turn your head for a moment, if they run towards the water, you know that like they're safe, you know, cause you can then see them. Right. So like, it's, it's those types of messagings that, that we need to get out. When I was looking for things to do, because I'm a first time mom, you know, and I love, love to swim. And I plan to spend so much time at the beach this summer. Like I literally cannot wait. And I came across baby swimming lessons. Yeah. And I will be honest with you, Davina, this is something that had never crossed my mind. You know, I thought, how in the world do you give baby swimming lessons, you know? So we're about halfway through at your car, Luke, uh, location. I love it. Silas loves it. Walk us through or swim us through, I guess. What are some of the skills and training? I don't even know if training is the right word, but that babies do and, and can understand from such a young, early age. I'm glad that you guys are enjoying yourself coming to the swimming uh, and the facility and, and swimming. And yes, it's so important to start them young. Um, and it's just the basics. I mean, obviously at the stage is, is the basics, but just the comfort, right? So I, I talk a lot about comfort when it comes to babies because everyone starts at different points. Like you'll get people that start at seven months, people that start at two years, people that start at three years. And basically we, we always want to get them comfortable with the water, like just getting into the water, being comfortable with the water, start to like, obviously, drip uh, water down their faces so that they're used to that sensation so it's not foreign to them um, so that that's the key is to just make sure that it's a comfortable experience and then from there you sort of see where the child is at or the infant is at and eventually you work towards just putting them on their backs getting their ears wet and on their fronts and just getting them wet sort of all over their face and Eventually, you would work it into, you know, submersions and floating and then, you know, basic grabs and, you know, rollovers. And like it just keeps on progressing into eventually them swimming. But the earlier you start, the more comfortable they are. And that's the biggest thing, because sometimes we get children who are six, seven years old who are terrified of the water. So we now have to work to get them comfortable. And it's harder as they get older. It's harder to get them comfortable, make it something that is is natural for them the easier it is to get them swimming and they will then just love the water like you're saying it's automatic for you for me too i my parents started me very young and for me going in a pool or going in a lake going in a river it was never like foreign to me it was just i walked in and i knew how to do it and you know and that's what we want you want that comfort and and them to learn at such an early age that it's not um an issue for them later on um so that's you know, working with your your uh, son is, you know, just getting them used to the water and having a fun time. And it's an enjoyable activity for you and for him. And then you'll get also understand the different holds and positions so that when you do go to the cottage or lakes or rivers or pools in the summer, you can still enjoy the water and still work on all the skills and, and understand sort of what is next for for them to do so that they could just continue that progress. Well, and I know for myself, it was really nice to to be obviously in a group setting, like in a proper class with an instructor, because, you know, in all honesty, you can find anything off, off YouTube. So I was looking at things that I could potentially do when I took him swimming by myself, and I just, I wasn't comfortable doing it. So now that I have the instructor, whose name is Ken, even last week, we finally did a dunk underwater. That was terrifying to me that we were going to do that. And like all the babies handled it like a champ, you know, halfway through lessons, not only are we dripping water, 
water on them. We're taking them on their front. We're taking them on their back. He can really kick now, but to do that dunk, but in a safe setting, I just felt like that was such an achievement. <laughs> well, I'm so happy that that was achieved because, you know, it, it is for a first time mom and, you know, like your first time doing it, you know, you don't know how they're going to react. And it's, yeah, it's scary, but being in that group setting and having that experience with like a trained person is just so important. It's also good for you to like see other parents and see other, other children and, and be in that like surrounding space. Um, so you can see that it is normal. It is good. It is safe. It is, you know what I mean? It's all those things. And then for you, it's social, right? You get to come out every Thursday and you do your, <laughs> you know, it's, it's an activity because at that age too, it's hard to find activities for you and like something to do. It's a life skill f- that you're building on. Right. And I'm sure you can translate this into bath time now. And I'm sure like just loves the water, right? Like, like I, I remember when my kids were small, they love the bath. It just makes it more enjoyable. Like there's some kids out there who've never been exposed and they hate, like, and I'm sure you'll start talking to parents and their kids hate like bath time. But I'm sure like yours is like, oh, bath time, great. Yeah. And I have a friend whose child is just like, absolutely not. So that's a really good point, Davina. Do you have um, tips on how you can make bath time fun or swim time fun? You know, something that comes to mind that you guys have at your lessons is like a, a cup basically with holes in it that you can sprinkle the water on, or you have things with mirrors so they can watch themselves in the water. Is there anything else? Because not everyone is comfortable taking lessons, can afford lessons. So I'm just wondering what we could potentially do to help people get their child more used to water. It's again, making bath time fun, right? And then I always say like for instance, some kids have trouble getting onto their backs because they don't like the water sensation in their ears. So it's like start with the inch of water in the bathtub and then go to two inches of water in the bathtub and have them just lie down maybe with a mirror, like so they can see themselves and let them feel the bottom of the bathtub. So they have that control And then they can start to, you slowly increment the water so that they feel like it's okay in their ears and they eventually get used to it. And then you can kind of put water like going down their hair and it's slow. Sometimes it might take a couple of months, years, whatever it is to eventually, you know, get them super comfortable. But, you know, it's just working little bits at a time. Not everything happens right away, (laughs) you know, especially if you have a kid that is terrified or doesn't really like going in the water. Just start with that small little half an inch of water, inch of water, you know, in that bathtub and and get them to feel their surroundings. And we do that a lot on the steps with some of our older kids who are a little bit afraid of the water is we'll take them to the stair area and have them just, you know, putting their hands, like feeling the ground while they're in, you know, a couple inches of water and let them maneuver around the steps until eventually they are comfortable enough to let the instructor hold on to them and then take them you know obviously progress them through you know going under the water and on their backs but having them physically sort of just do that incremental dip is is super important. Well, and I've actually seen that there are two girls before my Thursday class. And even in, you know, the four or five weeks I've been doing uh, our class, I've seen especially the one girl progress so much. So I've seen exactly that where she was hesitant to get off the step, didn't really want to be in the water. And then the last class I was there, she was hugging the instructor. She was so thrilled. She was like throwing herself into the water. The parents were thrilled. So it was, yeah, it was really nice to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm glad that you had to experience that because that's what we experience like as instructors, right? We experienced like that. I'm sure Ken was like just thrilled after that class that 
they got to that point, you know, and that that's, that's why we do what we do. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You've been doing this for, well, I mean, you've been, it sounds like swimming and involved with water your whole life. During that time, whether you were an, a, just a, a competitive swimmer or an instructor or running Davina Swim House, do you have any stories that you can share with us? Maybe that really sticks out in your mind where the ability to swim, have water safety was life-saving for someone. Actually, it's unfortunate. We do get that, like, um, where parents tell us this, like, when they go on vacation, like, I turned for a second and my kid went under, but then they got back up and they grabbed the wall, you know? Um, <laughs> so, like, that, those types of things happen. I mean, we've had, like, even just myself with, with my kid, um, we went on vacation when he was, uh, he was about three years old. That, that time I had two kids and one was you know, kind of running away. So I ran to grab that one and we were outside of the pool and the other one decided he was going to jump in. And so he jumped in, he was three years old and I knew that he was okay swimming, but the gentleman at the other end of the pool did not realize that (laughs) he could swim. So, um, I obviously, I saw that he jumped in, but I, I, and I was walking towards where he was, but the other gentleman got like freaked out and started like darting over and so my kid pops up his head up he goes on his back turns to the wall grabs it like holds on you know and and the the guy was like oh my god I was like so nervous and I'm like you know for me I wasn't as nervous because I saw that he was doing all the right things but that's that's what it is like when you you see that that at such a young age they can do that and they can save themselves it's unfortunate but like usually after like a christmas break or a march break we get like a parent or two that comes in and is like oh my god like this happened and you know so it's those moments that you're like whatever we taught in the pool it translates to something else i was wondering if you were going to say he jumped in because my mom has a similar thing where we were at a friend's place who had a pool and i was super young and i went in the pool and i guess i don't remember this that's how young i was but her friend like jumped in fully closed because it was like oh my god like Haley's in the pool mom's like she can swim (laughs) yeah because people don't realize yeah they don't realize like at such such a young age they can and they can and that's and that's what we keep on encouraging people people are like oh my kid's four years old hasn't had swimming lessons like what are you waiting for get them in like they can start at seven months, right? <laughs> like you can start them young. And at the same time, it's probably never too late either to learn how to swim. Never. The eldest like person that I taught was 89 years old. Really? 89 and wanted to learn how to swim. It was on that bucket list. <laughs> Amazing. And they did learn how to swim. Uh, not like, you know, obviously like a full front crawl, but they felt comfortable enough that they were able to do their aqua aerobics classes and feel that they would be safe even if they had to go to the deep end. So their ability was enough to get them to that point. Instructors also teach infant and toddler first aid techniques and procedures in class. This knowledge proved crucial to mom of three, Avi Kerbel, when she faced a choking situation with her child. It was actually with my middle son, Charlie, and we were at a dinner. He wasn't even a year old yet, and he got a hold of a piece of cantaloupe um, and he started to choke on it. Luckily, we were actually enrolled in the swim class at the time and we just reviewed the safety and and, uh, what to do when an infant is choking. So I quickly grabbed him out of the high chair, put him on, you're supposed to put them on your arm 
uh, did the back taps and um, luckily he was like the cantaloupe came out and he was fine. It was pretty dramatic in the moment. I think everyone was a little bit shocked at what was happening, but he was he was okay. Oh my gosh, how scary. What was going through your mind at the time? Because it hasn't happened to me yet. And you know, I know there's other new moms listening or people listening that it hasn't happened yet, but it's it's almost inevitable. You know, because like adults would be like, pat him on the back or just do, you know, he's sitting in a high chair choking. Like, like I knew you, you can't, you have to actually like physically hold them on their stomachs and like in the right position. And I'm not saying just tapping on the back wouldn't have helped, but you actually learn how to like, quote unquote, save them properly, right? Or like how to help them properly, not just in a panic state, right? You, you're able to stay calm, you know what you're supposed to do. And you just, you know, I did what I learned in the class. I, I feel like without it, I would have been panicked. I wouldn't have known what to do. And this way I actually just took charge of the situation. You have to like recognize, okay, it's not just like he's just not coughing. He's actually choking. So that's first step, like actually recognizing your, your kid needs the back blows. And then also having the skills that I learned in the class to be able to, you know, grab him quickly, flip him over and really get the object or the food out of his mouth and, and help him. And that's not the only thing Avi learned through lessons. Most importantly, I, I, I really liked how they taught me how to teach my children. Like I, they taught me how to dunk them underwater, you know, teach them how to kick, how to feel comfortable in the water, not get scared of it. So they, a lot came out of the class, not, not just the swimming, but also like just comfort being around other people and overall comfort, uh, you know, in the pool and water safety. I, I really feel that they learn how to respect the water, even from a young age, like you're, you're putting the babies in the water. They understand like what's going to happen when they fall in. And they, they know that they don't want to fall in without a parent there, right? They learn not to crawl or walk too close to the edge of, of a you know pool or if they're on a dock, they know, stay away. Like it's not time to swim. Don't go too close. So it's just an overall, I feel that they learn like an overall respect for the water. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please download, subscribe, follow, and share. Conversations may be edited for length and clarity. The information, opinions, and recommendations in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The information is not intended to replace or serve as a substitute for professional advice, consultation, or service. Until next time.